What they didn't teach me at Oxford, I learned in jail. The Monday Morning Memo for May 9, 2022. In his 3,000-year-old book, Ecclesiastes, King Solomon tells us of the stages and phases of his life, his fads and fancies, his regrets and realizations. Then he gives us his final conclusions and advice. Next to the good news of John, Ecclesiastes is probably my favorite book in the Bible. Oscar Wilde wrote a similar summary of his stages and phases, fads and fancies, regrets and realizations, in a private letter to his best and last and only friend, later published as De Profundis, From the Depths. This 55,000-word letter shines with the unfiltered transparency of a man who has nothing but time, nothing to gain, and nothing to lose. Andy Beagle shared a couple of passages from De Profundis in last week's rabbit hole. After receiving several happy emails from his rabbit holers, Andy suggested that I give Oscar's story a wider frame and take you on a deeper dive. Grab your scuba gear. As a young man, Oscar fell in love with a woman who dumped him to marry his more conservative childhood friend, Bram Stoker. So Oscar married another young woman who bore him two fine sons. He soon became flamboyantly famous as a comedic playwright, a social wit, a raconteur, and a writer of children's stories. Oscar Wilde was like Coca-Cola. He was everywhere. And then he went to prison for being gay. The gods had given me almost everything, but I let myself be lured into long spells of senseless and sensual ease. I amused myself with being a flaneur, a dandy, a man of fashion. I surrounded myself with the smaller natures and the meaner minds. I became a spendthrift of my own genius, and to waste an eternal youth gave me a curious joy. Tired of being on the heights, I deliberately went to the depths in search for new sensation. I had lost my name, my position, my happiness, my freedom, my wealth. I was a prisoner and a pauper, but I still had my children left. Suddenly they were taken away from me by the law. It was a blow so appalling that I did not know what to do. So I flung myself on my knees and bowed my head and wept and said, the body of a child is as the body of the Lord. I am not worthy of either. That moment seemed to save me. I saw then that the only thing for me was to accept everything. Since then, curious as it will no doubt sound, I have been happier. I want to get to the point when I shall be able to say quite simply and without affectation that the two great turning points in my life were when my father sent me to Oxford and when society sent me to prison. I was so typical a child of my age that in my perversity, and for that perversity's sake, I turned the good things of my life to evil, and the evil things of my life to good. A man's very highest moment is, I have no doubt at all, when he kneels in the dust and beats his breast and tells all the sins of his life. I am completely penniless and absolutely homeless. Yet there are worse things in the world than that. Nobody is worthy to be loved. 
The fact that God loves man shows us that in the divine order of ideal things, it is written that eternal love is to be given to what is eternally unworthy. Or, if that phrase seems to be a bitter one to bear, let us say that everybody is worthy of love, except him who thinks he is. Love is a sacrament that should be taken kneeling. Where there is sorrow, there is holy ground. Someday people will realize what that means. Indeed, that is the charm about Christ. When all is said, he is just like a work of art. He does not really teach one anything, but by being brought into his presence, one becomes something, and everybody is predestined to his presence. Once at least in his life, each man walks with Christ to Emmaus. Christ had an intense and flame-like imagination. He understood the leprosy of the leper, the darkness of the blind, the fierce misery of those who live for pleasure, the strange poverty of the rich. When you really want love, you will find it waiting for you. Oscar Wilde was released from prison on May 19, 1897, precisely 125 years ago next Thursday. Upon his release, Oscar fled to France. He was no longer welcome in England. There is a strangely prophetic passage in De Profundis when Oscar says, Many men on their release carry their prison about with them into the air and hide it as a secret disgrace in their hearts and at length, like poor poisoned things, creep into some hole and die. It is wretched that they should have to do so and it is wrong, terribly wrong, of society that it should force them to do so. Shortly after his arrival in France, Oscar Wilde died of acute meningitis caused by an ear infection. In his semi-conscious final moments, he was received into the Roman Catholic Church, which he had long admired. He was 46 years old. Roy H. Williams. Oh, the happy prince, the nightingale and the rose, the selfish giant, the devoted friend, and the remarkable rocket are Oscar Wilde's most famous stories for children. Note from Indy. One month after Oscar was sent to prison, his childhood friend Bram Stoker began writing Dracula, a novel about shadowy characters with transgressive sexual impulses. Eli Schwartz was head of SurveyMonkey's SEO team. Shutterstock, WordPress, Blue Nile, Zendesk, and countless others have come to him for advice. Eli can tell you how to improve your search engine performance without having to master algorithms, keywords, or any of the other traditional approaches. He and roving reporter Rothbard are waiting for you right now at mondaymorningradio.com.